Welcome to College Focus, the podcast from Black Dog Scholars for students who want higher grades with less stress. I'm Rita Thompson, your host. This episode is sponsored by friends at Worry Free PC. If you need help with personal or business computers in the Chicago area, contact Worry Free PC at xsmail.com. All right. Hello there. Hello. All right. This is our episode on building relationships with professors and I'm sitting with my good friend Nathan and he has a superpower and his superpower is building those relationships so we've been waiting a long time for Nathan to join us to have this conversation and in particular I wanted to have this conversation Nathan because I absolutely did not have this power when I was an undergrad. I was terrible at this. I was a little bit too shy. I could not figure out why professors would want to talk with me. Uh, So first of all, uh, Nathan is currently a senior at Illinois State University, majoring in psychology and absolutely ripping it up, doing a great job. So Nathan, start us out from the very moment you entered campus you seem to have this ability to build relationships. So when you were a freshman and sophomore, how did you go about meeting your professors and how did you start those conversations? Yeah, so um, the way I went about, the way I went about it was, um, I actually tried to talk to my professors after classes. Um, I just introduced myself and uh, that was just a very little thing. Um, A lot of people did in my classes. Um, yeah, so there would be lines of people, and uh, at ISU, uh, a lot of the intro classes have hundreds of people in them, so I was not the only person doing that, you know, so that wasn't like, oh, I'm going to stick out if I do this, you know. Um, another big thing, though, that helped out, adding on to that, was I would be a part of the class. So if there's 300 kids, and there's 50 of them that are raising their hands, those professors are going to know who those kids are over time. They're going to learn who they are. Wow, that yeah. is a really good point. Yeah, and, um, you know, it got to a, a point with, with this one class, there was 300 kids in there, and um, the professor, she was walking by, and um, I don't remember the exact story, because this is actually my freshman year, first semester. It was a massive class. The professor um, ends up saying my name in conversation, like, while she's lecturing, and um, my friends next to me, were shocked and they all looked at me and I was shocked myself and she's like I bet you didn't know that I knew your name did you and uh, yeah we were all shocked and it ended up being that professor that I TA'd for the next semester and the semester after going to my sophomore year and not a lot of freshmen can say that they were a TA their freshman year so that's pretty cool wow yeah. wow that is extraordinary you're mm-hmm. right very few freshmen can say they worked as a teaching assistant yeah and it all started with you just raising your hand and getting active in mm-hmm. class. Yeah. That is awesome. I probably did everything I could to avoid attracting attention. <laughs> See, I did it the wrong way. Yeah. All right. So, Nathan, in your experience, what do professors want to talk about with their students? Um, so I think it's not necessarily about like the question of what do they want to talk about, but like more so like what do they want from their students. And the reason why I brought that up is because uh, my sophomore year, a professor talked to me after class, and he told me that, like, he, you could see his, like, excitement in his face when I started talking about TAing, but, um, you know, we, we started talking throughout the semester, and 
you know, he told me that the one thing he likes about me is my enthusiasm and like my like how eager I was to be in class, how excited I was and, you know, how hard of a worker I was. So like a lot of those big like things were things that attracted him to me. And, you know, and as a student, the hearing those things from him um, made me pretty happy because um, I, I knew I was enthusiastic about psychology. And th this is, of course, my major. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, he said that there's a lot of kids that aren't like that. And to me. Um, I, I don't really think about the other students, so I would just focus on myself and, um, you know, I never thought about, like, my enthusiasm being such a big, you know, factor, but um, he really, really liked that. Um, but my point is, um, it's not necessarily about the topics, I would say, but more so, like, something as simple as personality, you know, that has such a big impact. That is really useful. Really useful. I hadn't thought about how... I think it even might be a bit lonely for professors mm -hmm. yeah. to face those super large classes mm -hmm. where you know you're talking about the thing you're most passionate about, but you don't get a lot of response back, and it's not like they're going to applaud or something like that. But even more so, you're just not—it's not quite the same as being in a conversation where you have someone really replying. And if you don't build those relationships where students are coming to you and want to continue the conversation, so to speak, that you started in lecture, I can imagine it would be kind of a kind of a lonely job. Yeah, and not only to add on to that, you know, um, another thing I mean is with the same professor, you know, to kind of add on to my enthusiasm, um, and you know, kind of adding on to my idea of it not necessarily being about the topic. But the personality more so i was the type of person to go up to him after classes after exams and i'd be like hey like i have a question about this topic um or like hey like i believe that it could be a b and c you know something as simple as that you know kind of challenging him he enjoyed the heck out of that you know like he he, he was telling me like you know i love when students do this and like not many students do this and you know um that you know that was that part of that enthusiasm and that like the extra factor personality that I'm just telling you guys about, you know? So I think that there's a lot more to it than just like, what do they want to talk about it? But more so like, what do they want from their students? And like, you know, and I guess just personality would be a, a big part of what I'm trying to get at. You right, know? genuine interest and mm -hmm. genuine um, enthusiasm in their topic, the mm -hmm. thing that they've devoted their life to studying, great. Yeah. Nathan, we've been talking about um, academic professors and but you also have forged relationships with college administrators mm -hmm. around the campus can you tell us a little bit about those relationships and what role that's played in your college experience uh, once again the topic of being genuine um, is another you know reoccurring topic right now so going in um, to ISU I was um, I remember I was meeting with um, uh, I guess what was it, what would it be called admissions office mm -hmm. I guess right. and uh, someone from admissions office and pretty much they they saw my story you know they they read up about me before I entered their room and uh, I, I explained like hey like I I'm in need of help like here's where I stand I'm extremely independent and um, you know that's kind of where things started kicking off and um, after our conversation they understood where I understood where I was at and you know a day or two later they gave me a phone call. They talked to me about how they can save me some money on XYZ and uh, we just stayed in contact and like just a simple, you know, conversation and me being genuine and I don't know, I mean, I, I, maybe I was lucky, but um, that's an example of people that I've stayed connected with 
And I, I truly think it's because I was genuine with them. You know, I explained where I was at, what I needed, and you know, they responded very well. And like I said, I guess I got really lucky and I'm, I'm still connected with them. Uh, once I get back from this break, I'm actually planning on meeting with one of them and um, going to a lunch with them. So Excellent. it's a genuine connection, I would say. Excellent. Nathan, you have had the good fortune, I would say, maybe good planning, mm -hmm. maybe talents is a big part of that, uh, where you are finishing up your senior year of your bachelor's program, uh, but you're actually not taking very many classes. You've had the opportunity to do some research with professors. Can you tell us a little bit about how did you fall into that? Because most students don't even know that that's a possibility. Yeah, so, um, I mean, that's the tough part is finding out that it's a possibility because um, I, I found out through like a handful of different ways. For example, um, talking to high school teachers, um, you know, talking about how getting involved is important and whatnot, and, you know, talking to professors and understanding that they have opportunities for me and understanding the fact that these are connections that are going to impact me in the long run. You know, I, I learned that from high school teachers going into college, so I learned that early on. But there's been other opportunities, like, for example, um, I ended up uh, getting involved with the Student Psychology Association and PSYCHI, which is International Honor Society for Psychology. And in there, you know, one of my first experiences was talking about, you know, the opportunities that professors have. And there would be students that would come in and talk about their experiences and the professors come in, talk about their opportunities and so on. So I would say it's really about like keeping your ears open and learning about the opportunities, the first step. And right now is this opportunity for you to learn to our viewers and uh, really spread that information. And then the next step would really be to make those relationships. That is great advice. If only I'd listened to this before I <laughs> went back to college mm -hmm. and uh, and finished that bachelor's. Um, if someone who's listening feels very shy or not very confident about approaching the professor, what advice would you give that individual? Well, first thing I would say is, um, like, why do they want to reach out to this professor in the first place? Um, and the reason why I'm asking that is because that should be their true motivation. It should be intrinsic. It shouldn't be an extrinsic motivation. It shouldn't be because they want to, you know, let's say make more money in the future. And the only way they could do that is through making this relationship and, you know, getting a recommendation from them. I think it should be something that they truly want. And, you know, like I keep on explaining the word genuine, I think this should be a genuine reason to reach out for them. For example, myself, it was, let's say that, you know, I wanted to get these experiences with these professors, you know. I knew that, you know, professors had, let's say, TA opportunities and I can learn how to, let's say, you know, proctor an exam or grade papers or, you know, grade tons of different things. Just be involved or, for example, another big thing I did during COVID, um, I would take charge of a, a group of about 20 students multiple times throughout the week. And um, I would have them, you know, talk about topics throughout the throughout. For me specifically, it was social psychology. Um, you know, like these were great opportunities and that's not even getting into all the research I did. That was a whole nother topic. But my point is, you know, taking advantage of that really, so. Right, right. It sounds like a lot of the things that you've been doing in terms of research are gonna set you up nicely for graduate school. Excellent. Now, Nathan, if you'd be willing to do this, I'd like mm -hmm. you to kind of tell us a little bit about an example where you had a bit of a disaster, academic disaster on your hands and you reached out to the professor and you were able to forge a really positive connection that really kind of gave you opportunities later on. How did you turn around that disaster? 
You know, it's funny you say that because I've uh, I've had two that come to mind. Um, <laughs> you know, one, uh, you know, it's it wasn't in my major. So I'll talk about the one in my major because this one has been longer term beneficial. Um, they've both been influential. But for the one in my major, um, it was actually during COVID. And long story short here, I missed a bunch of assignments. And I in my head, I'm like, oh, it's due in, you know, in like a month. You know, there's no rush because, you know, during times of COVID, everything was online. So I wasn't stressed out. I had other classes I was more focused on. For example, I was in an English class where we had to read a ton. I knew I was like, okay, like I can push off one thing just so I could focus on another thing. So my mindset was, you know, I'll finish it when the time comes, you know, when I'm a little bit closer. Um, I didn't put it on my, on my schedule, on my calendar or anything. So um, the time came around that stuff was due and I had no <laughs> idea. And so what ended up happening is I talked to the professor and once again, I was genuine with her, you know, and uh, she set up a meeting and obviously I went and we had a conversation about what was going on in my life and why was I making these, you know, these mistakes. Um, and, I, you know, she understood the situation and she wanted to help. She was very genuine back with me. And what ended up happening is she gave me these opportunities to come back and get, I don't, I think I got like a B in the class, which... I should not have gotten that. Like I should have, I probably should have failed the class to be honest, because there were so many, you know, assignments that I missed. And um, you know, even the exams, I would like last second hop on. I'm like, oh shoot, there's an exam today, you know. Um, but that's where it started with her. And um, you know, about a year or so later, I ended up asking her if I could be a TA for her. And you know, this past semester, I was her TA. And there was, you know, that was a bumpy road in and of itself. But you know, we created a strong bond. And um, we're very understanding of each other. And we we're now on, honestly, like we have a little group that's just a very personal group. And, you know, once again, we're all genuine with each other and we all care about each other. We, we talk and like help each other out, lots of professional development and just bonding in general. So just, you know, those little mistakes that I made that added up. And um, I don't know, I guess I, I received an opportunity to better myself and it only went uphill from there, I would say. Wow, and I understand this professor has actually written a recommendation for you for graduate school. Yeah, she didn't only write one for me, she was actually, uh, she was eager to write one for me, oh, I would say. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, she was. What uh, a compliment. Yeah, she was asking how come I haven't asked her for one uh, earlier in the semester, so. <laughs> so yeah, it was, it was wow, if that is not a turnaround story, going from nearly failing the class to having the professor bring you on as part of the research team mm -hmm. and then write demand to write mm -hmm. the recommendation letter for you for graduate school. Well, I can't think of a better place to end our conversation with that. Nathan, thank you so much for stopping by the podcast studio. All right. Hope to hear from you again. Thank you. As always, please subscribe, read our podcast, and drop us an email at podcast at blackdogscholars.com and let us know how these episodes are helping you get higher grades with less stress. So long.